have you ever thought the state just doesn't want me to sell my vehicle? Have you ever said the word out loud impossible when it comes to figuring something out like bonded titles, rebuilt titles, abandoned vehicles, mechanics liens, salvage titles, or just title work in general? Well, my guest this week turns title trouble into opportunity. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, the number one goal of this podcast is to help our listeners make more money. Let's get to it, flippers. Hey everybody, it's 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 my honor today to uh, to have a, a guest that I think may be one of the most important guests we've ever had on Flipping Genius. As you know, I'm an old football coach, and I truly believe that some of the most boring, tedious stuff that we do on a football field is what wins the games. That's why Nick Saban wins all the time because he's got a great offensive line coach, and they they get the details down before the whistle is blown. And that's why it's so important to have somebody on your side that knows this business and can help you with that stuff that maybe you don't find that sexy. And it's important to have somebody like Serena Martin. She's the operations manager for Signature One Titles. She knows this business like nobody else knows it. And Serena, it is a delight to have you and an honor to have Thank you. you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Hey, can can before we get started tonight, because I got a ton of questions because there's so many okay. things I want to learn about. And I, I know my audience wants to learn them too. Before we, we get started though, can you tell us a little about you and, and how long you've been in the business and how did you come to do this type of work? Okay. Um more than happy to tell you. Um uh, my name is Serena, of course. We talked about that already. And about Going on 12 years ago now, um, I was working, and my current, my job at the time was 6:45 to 10:45. I found myself in a position of needing um, an extra job, and since I got off work at 2:45 every day, it kind of opened up the possibilities. It was not in the car business. Um, I was working at Children's Hospital. And every job that I have had prior to being in the car business has been in childcare in some form or fashion. I was either a nanny or a um, preschool teacher. Um, I was working, actually, not a lot of people know that the Children's Hospital has a school that helps the children who are there longer term not get so behind. Mm -hmm. So I was working in that school. Um, but I needed a second job. I did that job because it was my passion. It didn't necessarily pay the bills. Mm -hmm. um, I found an ad on Craigslist of a man who said that he had a small car lot, but he worked full time during the day. And then after work, he was overwhelmed with people calling and people who weren't serious, and then the paperwork was too much for him, and he just needed some extra support, and that the he, that it could be done on, you know, the person's schedule, um, 
you know, any time that it was convenient, just work it around. So I thought, you know what, that might be perfect for me because mm -hmm. it's flexible. So I contacted him. He ended up hiring me. Yeah, it sounds and like kind of a perfect that, yeah. It was, and we actually still, we don't, we became business partners as the years went on because I got into the business, realized that I loved it. Mm -hmm. um, but he never wanted to grow beyond what we were. Mm -hmm. So I found myself needing to grow myself. So I began taking on other people's title work. Oh, okay. Um, I also became a buyer. Right. Um, so I would go to auction and buy for different, mm -hmm. uh, different dealerships, different businesses that, you know, needed someone like me out there. And I was a pretty tough one. Like there was no, if I, if they dropped the hammer at 5,000 and they were like, nah, we're trying to get 5,500, I would start walking. Like oh. I, I was a tough, tough buyer. <laughs> um, and sometimes I, you know, lost the opportunity and sometimes they acquiesced to my to my bid that the hammer was dropped on so mm -hmm. um but I began taking on this title work and I also noticed in the beginning it was very difficult to get assistance from other dealers dealers just didn't seem to want to help other dealers new dealers and I while I do understand that because I know it's a you know everybody's competing against each other Mm -hmm. um it's still I thought you know what it'd be great if there was a you know kind of a, a program or something where there are dealers who helped other dealers just mm -hmm. in different different ways and of course we have the state association right um and he's they're wonderful but they can only do so much you know right. um so over the years um my the gentleman that I worked for we became business partners and to this day actually um he's still as small as he was in the beginning mm -hmm. um and we just do his time of work mm -hmm. um he he does everything but of course you know we did his title work so mm -hmm. uh, i now serve on the board for the state dealers association right um and i encourage everybody to be a part of their state dealers association there are a lot of benefits oh, yeah. to being yeah. associated mm -hmm. with the association so yeah that's what i tell i tell the folks that the fact is you know randy jones is our, our uh, ceo in, in yeah. Alabama, mm -hmm. and randy's been on our podcast for three episodes and he's so so helpful and it's it's an amazing thing how much stuff they give you for free even if you're not a member yeah so we have links to the association, the National Association, which links to every state association from our resources page, because listeners can get information if they're a member or not, and they can get yes. information on becoming a licensed dealer. Because a lot of our a lot of our listeners are in the process of building a business that will eventually become a licensed dealer. And then we also okay. have a lot of licensed dealers all over the country, and. Uh, so this it's it's exciting because I know there's some big changes coming. Um, now, are, are you still do you still run a car dealership too? We maintain our license, mm -hmm. um, but the title part of what we do takes so much of our time mm -hmm. um, that we're really not able to run a full service dealership. Right. We do have the facilities. We have a dealership. We have a repair shop. Mm -hmm. And 
we probably will um, get back into that with COVID, the way things that, that happened, and of course the market, everybody knows what I'm talking about, yeah. the market being what it is, we don't currently have the time to invest what it what the dealership needs. So we have just the last year and a half been headlong in helping dealers stay afloat, making sure that they're getting uh, the lien holders what they need so their deals can get funded, making sure their liens are perfected so that there's no blowback from the lien holders. So that's really been our focus, but we do plan to grow it again. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed on your website that the the, the words "dealers helping dealers" is was one yes. of the headlines there. Beautiful <laughs> website, by the way, and thank you. Um, a lot of thank great you. information, really easily de delivered. And we'll share that with you at the uh, end of the episode, everybody, so you'll know exactly how to contact Serena and find out more about Signature One. Um, it, there's a bunch of things that I want to get into, and, I, and we try to keep the the podcast limited to a, a certain time. I know they'd probably like listening to you, but they've probably gotten sick of listening to me. So uh, <laughs> I'll try to just answer questions and get out of the way. One thing that you talked about on the phone with me was was something, frankly, I, I don't, there's so many things I don't know about and I, I don't try to pretend to know everything, but you mentioned bonded titles, which is not something that I've come up against uh, primarily because I, I will not sell a vehicle until I've got a title in my hand. I don't even consider it, but I, I, I've seen people doing it and, and they bought a car at an auction and they, they're selling it at another auction. And I thought to myself, how do they do that? And you answered my question the other day on the phone. Can you tell me, tell them uh, a little bit more about bonded titles? Sure. We'll go back a little bit. Sometimes it, it is obviously ideally, um, the ideal situation would be not to sell a car without the title coming in yet. However, everyone that buys cars at auctions knows that when you buy a car, they have 30 to four, some, some auctions are 45 days. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're floor planning that vehicle, mm -hmm. you can't really hold on to it for 30 or 45 days right? because it racks up interest and fees. And mm -hmm. um, also what if it needs some type of recon, mechanical body work, it's very difficult to just sit on that vehicle and not do anything to it exactly. um, until that title comes in. So unfortunately, you move ahead with faith that that title is coming in. Right. And you recon it. You go ahead and put money into it. Um, you may even go ahead and retail it um, or wholesale it. Most of the time it's um, retail. And just in the faith that that title is going to show up. You can pull the title information to be able to do a title transfer. Um, but what if the title never shows? Mm -hmm. If you didn't sell the car, you can't arbitrate it for the title. You can. If right. you've reconned it, you're going to lose the money that you put into it. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. So how, how, does, how does the bonded title work? Well, what happens is, if that title never comes in, um, we can, a bond is essentially an insurance policy. Right. So we apply for, um, first we have to apply for permission from the state mm -hmm. to even get a bond. So we have to send them all the information that they require. And there's a 
you know, criteria that they require before um, approving the application for a bond. Once we receive that approval, um, we send it to our insurance agent that we have on staff um, that does all of our bonds. And she writes the bond. And once the bond is written, um, it is sent directly to us. Um, and then we're able to do a regular Alabama title application. And you receive a title. Our process right now is running total uh, between beginning uh, about seven days. Wow. To that's, get a bond title. That's yeah. fantastic. And, and and then that bond protects you, did you say for three years? Is that it is is three years. Mm -hmm. And what and the cost of them vary, just like if you were insuring any vehicle, it's based on the value of that vehicle because it's an insurance policy mm -hmm. policy. If someone steps forward in during that three year period with proof. Mm -hmm. that somehow, you know, that vehicle title was acquired wrongfully right. and they can prove that, mm -hmm. then the insurance company has to give them the value of that vehicle. Right. So, but however, I will say that I've never bonded a title that there was any question that all it was, was it, it was either lost, mm -hmm. um, it was one time I got a title that every mileage had been scratched through, <laughs> you know, and it was just so messed up. There was no way we could have done correction affidavits for every, and it was full also. The back was full. Wow. So we just had to get a bond. Mm -hmm. But the difference in a bonded title and a branded title Mm -hmm. is that if you have a rebuilt salvage brand, you know, whatever that brand is, it does not ever change. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go away. Right. A bond does. Mm -hmm. After three years, if somebody steps forward with proof, it's too late. Mm -hmm. That title is clean. Um, it's free of any possibility that anybody could come back and try to make any kind of claim on it. Mm -hmm. So that's why a bond is not a terrible thing. Right. Um, it's I wouldn't, sense. yeah, if there's any question about the former ownership, mm -hmm. I would be cautious. Mm -hmm. But if it was just about it being lost or, um, you know, maybe FedEx, I've run into a situation where FedEx lost uh, eight or 10 titles mm. um, and they just needed to be replaced. And mm. there was no way to replace them without getting that insurance policy to do that. And then, and then if it did come back, let's say two years from now, somebody comes up and says, no, I own this vehicle for whatever, the insurance company basically just buys that person out. Is that correct? Okay. They pay them the value of the vehicle. And that's because of the risk value. If it's, it's more if you've got a 2020 Lexus than if you've got a 1994 uh, Buick Century. That is exactly right. I sell mostly the centuries myself. So now let me make it, let me make, let me make sure I understand like a 1994 is only can only be bonded for $10,000. Right. So the value of it cannot exceed the bond amount. Same with the Lexus. Right. Um, okay. So even if the value of the car was 72,000, you're only going to, the insurance company is only going to give you that bond amount. 
Right. I, I, I forgot that you didn't probably know that I haven't had $72,000 worth of vehicles on my lot in all the time I've been in business. Uh, <laughs> but, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure we have, but probably not at once. <laughs> um, now you mentioned salvage titles and rebuilt titles, so I want to mm -hmm. I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, we have a uh, and I we have a uh, a flipping a car flipping forum on Facebook. Um, flipping Genius has got I think I think we have twenty Facebook groups right now around the United States, uh, including here in in Huntsville. We've got two groups with close to forty thousand members. It's a buy and sell uh, site, so people can buy mm -hmm. and sell cars. Um, and that was that was the first one we started. Now we've got groups uh, from Phoenix, Arizona, up to Detroit, Michigan, Salt Lake City, down to Orlando. But there's one group that we call the Flipping Forum, which is that's what it is. It's a forum for people who are in the car business to go on and talk about what they're learning, what they want to learn, uh, problems they're having, and it's just building. And we 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 just are over. I think we're around 120 members right now. But it's very wow. specific. And and one of the questions I I saw uh, recent recently uh, was about the uh, salvage titles and rebuilt titles. There, the, one of the guys is buying for the first time from Copart, and and this is a a, a little issue. And actually, I've got a I've got a a vehicle right now with a rebuilt title, and it's it's always a an interesting, you know, I have to have lots of discussions with people when I've got one of those so they can understand what I'm dealing with. Um, how how difficult is it when you buy a salvage title to get it turned into a rebuilt title? And and, and are those term is that that type of terminology? Is that universal throughout all states? Yes. Okay. Universally challenging. Yes. <laughs> Not just Alabama. Um, <laughs> there are different laws in different states on how to go about doing that. Other states have, you know, inspection stations for emissions and different things like that. Since right. Alabama doesn't have um, emissions laws, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, but the difference in salvage and rebuild is salvage is prior to it being inspected for right. road worthiness mm -hmm. and rebuild is after inspection and it receives a little sticker in the door jam. Right. How difficult it is. In the beginning, it is difficult to get started mm -hmm. um, doing those on a regular basis just because you're not familiar with the process. Mm -hmm. um, getting someone who is approved by the state to do the inspection, to get the uh, all the paperwork um, done and done correctly, um, but once you do, you know, several of them and you get your process down, then it, it isn't, you know, it's not a difficult, as difficult, excuse me. Nothing is easy in this business. Right. <laughs> Let me make that clear. Um, but is, is that something that, that, uh, that you do at, at Signature One? We can do it. However, it is... Um, Sometimes it isn't, you mean getting it from a salvage to a rebuilt, we're not the, we're not state approved inspectors, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Now we can apply for what you need applying for, mm -hmm. um, just doing the grunt work of it. Yes. But you know the paperwork side. Correct. Correct. But we can't get it, you know, we can't approve it for you. Right. Well, that's and that may yeah, that may change. We actually don't know where we're headed. The state's going through a lot of different changes. 
right. they've been really great to work with us. They're glad that we're here okay. because we are kind of a buffer between the dealers and the state so that there's no, you know, yeah. if you kind of hit us first, mm -hmm. it, it kind of softens the blow on the state's side. So that's a, that's a fascinating thought that, that they're glad that you're here. That's wonderful. That is. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not taking any revenue from them. You still pay your, Fifteen dollars for you know everything you do. So they're they're glad to have us here to kind of cushion cushion the blow and and to um, you know to kind of help dealers help other dealers like you said dealers helping dealers to just kind of clean up what we're all doing and um, maybe a little bit of a more streamlined process. Well, that's they're, fantastic. They're that we're doing this, you know, because I'm always hearing the grumbling, you know, from from dealers and it's and I understand it's going to get worse. <laughs> so, uh, so that's Oh the, yes. That's really fantastic. Um now now once we've got the rebuilt title is there anything um is is there anything that people need to know about that process that they that you know selling a vehicle with a rebuilt title that Well, it always has to be disclosed. Mm -hmm. If it's not disclosed that you can you'll end up buying that vehicle back amen you will. and I, um, I i wanted to bring that up i i belong to uh several other forums on facebook um as people that know me out there know i'm a propagandist uh, extraordinaire mm -hmm. and, and i i interact with folks and i saw somebody yesterday comment about that was that was exactly what they were saying i would just say i didn't know about that and i i just I, I was I didn't have to jump on the guy because several other people did and and said no that's not how you handle it but but I, I'm glad you you tell, told anybody that thinks they can hide that uh, not to um, yeah I read I read uh, somebody say they expected to sell a vehicle with a rebuilt title for about seventy percent of what does that sound about right to you about what it, it is right now it's probably a little bit higher the market mm -hmm. um, is a little bit. Uh, well, I say a little bit. It's a good bit different than normal, yeah. uh, but yes. Um, and you do have some lenders that will not let you borrow on a right. rebuilt title. Um, but we have some really successful businesses in Birmingham that sell nothing but really? rebuilt title vehicles that okay. they have gotten totally rigged, and they have the facility to restruct recon the whole thing body work mechanically put it back together and sell you a nice car and i've actually recommended mm -hmm. um rebuilt title cars before because i'd have someone contact me and say look I, i'm gonna lose my job right and if i don't get a reliable vehicle however i only have three thousand dollars right and since they don't really need the resale value of it um i would say let's find you a good vehicle that has, you know, has a rebuilt title. So I've actually worked with other dealers in the state to mm -hmm. purchase um, those for different people who just needed something reliable because it doesn't necessarily mean that mechanically oh, no. they're not, you know, in working order. All it means is just that their value is somewhere around the halfway mark of mm -hmm. something that is not salvage or rebuild right yeah there's there's no doubt it and uh if that's real helpful if you can actually get the history from the people that rebuild it that's i i can see oh, how yes 
that's pretty successful. What about a flood vehicle? Uh, does that is that take different uh, consideration? Um, it it does. It's very very difficult mm -hmm. to recon recon a vehicle that has actually been in a flood. Now, if it's one that is had was in a flood zone during a flood, but it was still required to be labeled as a flood vehicle, that's also different. Right. Um, there are some people that's their, you know, they're inclined to those kind of vehicles. But I remember um, after there was a huge, a couple of years ago or sometime, I'm sorry, I don't have my dates correct, but when that all that happened in Texas, mm -hmm. right. um, I told my business partner, I said, go ahead now and just pass on every car Mm -hmm. If you if you pull it up and it's a Texas title, mm -hmm. um, because we just don't know, you know, what what's coming out of there. What I just we were not equipped to handle those types of vehicles. We didn't have a re we've never had like our own recon stations, our own. Um, you know, if we had me have mechanic work or body work done, we have to um, contract that out to somebody, and it's not cheap. Right. So. Um, but I would just encourage you to be extremely cautious about those things, unless your risk aversion is higher than mine. <laughs> right. That's so. the whole thing. Any anytime that you're you're buying, I, I'm constantly telling everybody, you make your money when you spend it. And I know that's yes. not the first one that said that. I may be the first one who said it as many times as I have. But I, uh, I, yeah. and so that's the thing. If you're if you're gonna take that risk, you've got to get a reasonable, real reasonable price. Uh, because you could lose a lot, but you don't want to lose too much. Um, now we we talked in the, and I, I I continue to run into this thing like at the auctions, like you said, uh, uh, the market's not where it's different. And one of the things about the market right now is auction prices are so high. Um, they are. It, it's a it, it's kind of a crazy thing. So a lot of us are looking at ways to buy vehicles from. Uh, other sources from from the public is is one way um anybody that lives near me can't drive more than uh, probably 150 yards without seeing a sign that says i buy cars and and you get gas you'll probably see one of my my uh, stickers in front of you when you're pumping gas because uh, that's that's one of my primary ways um i've got friends who are being a little bit more creative um so I, I wanted to ask you about abandoned vehicles and mechanic lean vehicles. Mm -hmm. Is that something okay. that you work with? We do. We can do any of that. The abandoned process is a much more lengthy process than a mechanics lean okay. uh, because you do not have any type of contract with the owner. Right. In a mechanics lean, you have something showing where, you know, like you, the customer turned in the vehicle for work and they've never picked it back up. Mm -hmm. um, most of the time, abandoned, you don't have any kind of agreement with the last title, the owner of that vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, so it requires first that we put the information through a portal in, uh, for Alabama that we actually subscribe to. So it's not, um, it's not a free process or a cheap process. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have to acquire 
um, letters, certified letters that go to the title owner, the registered owner, and the lien holder, if that's applicable. Sometimes it isn't. Um, and then we have to post publicly that the vehicle um, is there and available. Um, and then we also um, have to have an auction oh. and have that car available wow. for auction. Mm -hmm. We have to set days, times, and if people show up, then you have to, and of course you can, you know, you don't have to sell the vehicle to them for, you know, a hundred dollars. Okay. You can be reasonable. If you've put in, um, like a lot of times the, who calls us about abandoned vehicles is mechanic, our mechanics. Right. And somebody just never picked their car up, but they have a $4,000, um, repair bill. Mm -hmm. Well, then the auction, um, cannot, um, you know, you, of course you're not going to go below that because mm -hmm. that's your cost. Um, but 35 days has to pass. I won't go into all the details, but during that 35 days is when we are doing all of those things, posting publicly, having an auction, sending out the certified letters, mm -hmm. um, after 35 days have passed. Uh, then we can get a bill of sale from the state's website in order to turn around and then get back in the state's website mm. and apply for a title transfer from that bill of sale. Oh, that that sounds expensive. What 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 does all that cost? Uh, it's three hundred dollars unless you are a regularly processing customer of ours, um, and then I it's one hundred and fifty. I saw it on your website, three hundred dollars, and I. So you do all those things that you just said for three hundred dollars? Unless you are our uh, regularly I mean, processing customer, and it's only one hundred and fifty. Then you do it less, but I mean, still three hundred dollars is that seems like a lot of work for three hundred bucks. But it, it, well, we have it like our team is just so sharp, right? And we each have things that we're stronger at than mm -hmm. others. So where we are strongest they do that those parts and mm -hmm. then someone else where they're strong they do those parts so the mm -hmm. process is kind of a it, it so that way it doesn't make one person feel like they have the entire load on mm -hmm. their shoulders mm -hmm. um so that's how you know that's how we get that done but yeah i mean it's it's not easy no it but that, that's fantastic I, I it's funny i i'm big on team building and and believe that there's certain things that I do well and, and they're very limited and that's what I try to focus on. And I, I try to get help in other areas because I know it, it, people, I tell people, if you see me, well, actually my friends will tell you, if you see Randy under the hood of a car, you probably just run him over because that's not what I do. So if I try to do my mechanics job, you know, I'll just go out of business. Um, and this is sure, a good sure. example, $300 that Serena charges, for this service, and I can just see all of us messing that up completely and wasting all kinds. Oh, it's <laughs> what a and probably the hardest part of that is when someone calls us after they've tried to do them <laughs> on their own. I can imagine cleaning up mm -hmm. a a messy abandoned title uh, application is a lot harder than just letting us do it from the beginning. Now so, you. You said that that abandoned is more difficult than a mechanics lien. Does does a mechanics lien fall into that same category? Kind of. All we have to have for that is proof of the repairs mm -hmm. and that they have not paid, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and then 
the state, what happens is you apply for it just like you would any type of lien. So if you go in and you're selling a car and you're going to be the lien holder and you put yourself, you know, in as the lien holder, a mechanics lien, you'll go in to the same state system and you have to put in there why it's just a bit of an application process. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like having to send, you know, certified letters to lien holders and, you know, things. It's not as extensive. You still have to do the auction process? Uh, you do not. No, because the car may not have, may not have, it may have been picked up or it may have, there's just so many scenarios. We don't have time to go through them all. I'm so sorry. But it's just, it's a little bit different mm -hmm. because it's a lot of times with the mechanics lien different from abandoned is you do have an agreement with the customer. Mm -hmm. um, abandoned, sometimes you don't know who that car, people will abandon cars on the interstate and take the tags off. Right. Um, but with a mechanics lien, somebody came in, somebody said, this is going on with my car and I need for you to fix it. So right. that's the difference in the two. Right. Um, it's still quite a process on both of them. Now, how long does um, mechanics lean usually take in Alabama? It would vary from um, five to seven days to it could take a month. And that all depends on how quickly we get the state the information that they require. Mm -hmm. which is proof that the vehicle is owed, um, that the mechanic is owed, and then we have to prove that the mechanic did the work that was agreed upon. Mm -hmm. um, then we have to prove that the mechanic is licensed to be operating, mm -hmm. <laughs> so things like that. So it really depends. Mm -hmm. Every case is different. Mm -hmm. That's that's uh, I. I, I've had some pretty good experience working with mechanics actually buying the, the vehicles off of their back yeah. lot. So that, mm -hmm. that's, that's been one of my primary resources actually for vehicles. Um, mm -hmm. and, and when it gets to be times like this, a lot of people think, Randy, why are you telling everybody all your secrets? But I, I, I find that there's just there's enough success to go around. It's beneficial to 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 teach what you know and then it somehow mm -hmm. it comes back you get smarter i think right and that that's been my whole um platform about dealers helping dealers there's mm -hmm. enough business for all of us mm -hmm. if we get together and we help each other we're all going to be more successful including me mm -hmm. so i agree with you yeah i i find uh the more i the more i reach out to other dealer dealers serena the, the more money I make I I because they'll reach mm -hmm. back and, and help me uh, yeah, I understand. and I'm not doing it you know I'm not doing it to try you know tit for tat or anything like that I, I'm just I I just think it's it's kind of the way my my mom taught me to do business so I I, I think as I get older I do more business like my mom would be proud of um but I guess that's a good thing maybe I figure I'm somebody's watching me now <laughs> yeah but if you'll stick with that you will be successful because i believe as a as a team and as a state as a group the dealers if we will stick together and help each other um, it'll just be better overall if we're working against each other 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to make the whole process differently. We already fight a stigma from the public yeah. that we are these, you know, shysters out to take advantage of everybody who walks through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're against each other, that's just going to, you know, pile on top of their beliefs that we are not good people. And, right. and I think if we join together and do what we need to do as a team and as a group, that, like you said, we'll just all be more successful. I, I think so, too. Now, um, one of the things I think when we talked, you, you said you also do some work with with people in other, other states besides Alabama. I do. Because mm-hmm. okay. I know there's some big changes coming down the pike in Alabama. I know uh, the, the association has notified us that, that there's, like I think, well, only one class in person that we can take this year to learn about all this stuff. That's um, correct. What, what kind of changes do you know about and how do they affect people in other, other states too? Or is it, is it just Alabama that's going to be facing these things? Well, there's always changes going on in other states as well. Now, the big changes that we are speaking of are um, Alabama changes because, you know, we are obviously in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um the odometer law that changed was a federal law mm-hmm. so um I'm, everybody's aware of that you know by now mm-hmm. um and then occasionally there will be a federal law that goes into effect that affects every state mm-hmm. um but we do frequently uh, as a matter of fact a lot of our bonds actually come from other dealers in other states mm-hmm. um we also are able to help dealers um, get clean titles from other states. Not that they'll send us an original that may have documents attached, death certificates, um, affidavits of correction. And there are some states who will not take titles with anything attached. Mm-hmm. So we will help them to get a clean title that has nothing attached because their state won't take it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a lot of bonds for dealers in other states. Hmm. Um, but our state, you ready to hear the changes for what's coming up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not big to us, but it has seemed to be a big deal with right. the dealers. Uh, but they are doing the one in-person class. However, please understand that the state association is still going to be doing classes five times a month at different options um different not your own auction days i'm talking about using the auction as the meeting facility right um five times a month and you're able and i'm there Mm -hmm. so you're able to get kind of the same you know training title wise and compliance wise so you're doing as you would yes but we do not i'm not operating under the alts um that that they don't allow us to do um title training like but i'm there and i'm there to help i do explain what signature one does Mm -hmm. and most of the time instead of people wanting me to teach them to do it they're just like here (laughs) take it (laughs) yeah i don't want to do this i can see that so but we are available so, yes, they're only doing the one class. Now, licensing-wise, 
Um, there is going to be a video class that everyone has to take mm -hmm. um, in order to get that get your dealer's license. Mm -hmm. um, which, by the way, I'll back up and say we also have a dealer licensing portion of our services. We do help you with the paperwork, oh. help you understand what you need. All right. Um, we will submit it to the state for you. Right now, that's time. that is just for Alabama. That is just for Alabama. Okay. For now, we are going to expand into other states, but mm -hmm. um, right now, with it, all the changes coming, we're just not. You know, we we need to get all this set. Sure. Yeah. What they're going to start doing? What in the past? What has happened is you sold the car, you got all your paperwork, you stick it in the envelope, and you send it to Montgomery, mm -hmm. and then you wait. Mm -hmm. um, now, everyone is able to get your paperwork, stamp it, surrender, mm -hmm. upload it, scan it, and upload it into the system, attach it to the title application it belongs to, mm -hmm. and submit it to the state. Mm -hmm. um, then you have to um, hold those original documents for one year and hold on to your digital copies for four years. <laughs> <laughs> but we also do that. Mm -hmm. We we offer a service that's very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. um, it's $10 per title mm -hmm. to, uh, to just have a scan and upload right. everything for you and store it. Mm -hmm. So if anything, if anyone is audited, we're the ones that get audited and not right. you. I tell you, I just just I uh, had a hard drive crash on one of my computers, and uh, I had two books that I've written. Uh, and uh, I'm a songwriter. I think I had about 50 songs, the lyrics on there. It is just devastating that that you. Please tell me you had that in some kind of cloud or something. I I, I found uh, one cloud from 2014, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so far we have not recovered uh, that, and it's probably going to cost me a couple thousand dollars. To recover it off of that hard disk oh. um yeah it's it's so yeah 10 bucks sounds like a pretty pretty cheap solution um and well, i know for 25 we'll do the whole thing i know you can send I, us the title and we'll sign off on it um you don't have if it's full or if it's already messed up it doesn't matter mm -hmm. you just send it to us just like it is and mm -hmm. don't worry about it that's what i, 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 I saw every bit of it your services page on your website, you, it, it, you do a great job of explaining exactly what what you get when you're a, uh, a customer. So that's that's brilliant stuff. Now, who who is an, an ideal customer for Signature One? Um, that's a hard question to answer, mm -hmm. but I will say it's people who are dealers who um, are. They have a lot of credit unions as lien holders. Mm -hmm. um, maybe someone who does not use um, e-contracting. E-contracting people can get funded without the top, without the lien being per perfected. Um, but some dealers do not get funded until that title is issued with the mm -hmm. lien holder as listed as the lien holder. Mm -hmm. um, our the titles that we are processing and uploading or issuing the same day. Wow. So that's a big benefit. Sure. Um, so we get every, if something comes in today, it gets done today. 
if it means I have to call the entire team in to get work done, it gets done that same day. If we're there all night, it still gets done it's within 24 hours mm -hmm. and it gets uploaded to the system. Mm -hmm. um, that's just the commitment we made when we started um, that we were going to have 24 hour service. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why we're called, one of the reasons we're called signature one title on, the, on demand. The yeah. other one is that some people just do not want to fool with the system at all. Right. So you can actually sell a car, do your bill of sale, send us a picture of that bill of sale, and in less than 10 minutes, we will have a title application emailed to you Amen. for the customer. So you don't even have to log in. Yes, that's the way I prefer. And uh, yeah. that's, that's that's exciting stuff. So it doesn't matter to you as long as we're dealing with, you're dealing with licensed dealers and mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if, if how small or how big they are, you can deal with everybody. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't, it does not matter. The bigger the dealer, the better the pricing package. If you have a hundred or more titles per month, Mm -hmm. We can actually do what's called a flat rate package mm -hmm. to where you're not paying per title. You're paying one flat rate and we handle everything. We have customers who do not even have title clerks on their staff. Mm -hmm. We are completely outsourced and they tell us, I've been told that we are cheaper than a title clerk, mm -hmm. but twice as good. So I don't know, you know, I can't say that for all title clerks, but that's right. what we, you know. Well, but now we'll tell you that our biggest benefit, the titles are great, the bonds are great, the title applications, uh, managing alts for dealers, all of that is wonderful and great. But that actually has not been the number one benefit people have told me that they've liked the most. What they have said is the not having to call the state or to sit on hold or to try to get, you know, Sure. That is what has been um, the most beneficial because when you're our customer, you don't do those things. Right. You call us. So and, and, we and handle everything for you. That's the thing. I, I guess uh, I, I've gotten, I've realized more and more as I've gotten older that my time is worth something. And, yes. you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not good at waiting on the phone for one thing. So, so that, that, uh, that's a great thing. Now, now Serena, how can, uh, how can people learn more about your company and, and, and what you do? Okay. Well, obviously you can go to our website that you've been talking about. Mm -hmm. It's www.s1titles.com. And S1 is just short for signature one, but we affectionately call it S1 all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's s1titles.com. Mm -hmm. um, you can call us at 205-552-8432. Okay. Um, that is our office phone. However, I will say that phone is forwarded to my cell phone because right. I pick up every call. We have five staff members, but I'm a stickler about not missing anybody. And if I miss a call, somebody returns it within just a few minutes. Cause I, I, I've been where these dealers are. Mm -hmm. I, I know that things, you know, you got to handle things when you, when you have the, have a few minutes to handle it. So because I've been where they are, it kind of heightens my desire to make sure that we're helping them as quickly as we can and, you know, get things done um, That's as we can. Hey, let, let me ask you uh, for, 
permission, I, would it be all right for us to add your website and contact information to our resource? Absolutely. Please do. Please do. This is such a great, I mean, you're such a great resource for especially folks here in Alabama. And I, I think a lot of the information you've given is universal for, for our listeners all over the country. It and is. Mm -hmm. We've actually, I don't know who these guys are, but we've got 40 other countries who are listening to the Flippin' Neat Genius. Okay. Uh, I mm. hope they all speak English because otherwise they probably won't <laughs> understand me. But uh, uh, I, I do know how to say hola and guten tag. Um, <laughs> well, then you're, you're better than I am then. <laughs> But uh, we'll definitely add this so you can you can find Serena's contact information for operations her operations at, at Signature One Titles on the FlippingGenius.com site. Just go to the resources page and you'll find it under businesses uh, or, or business and finance. I think is what we'll, where we'll put that. Um, that's this has been so informative, and I really really appreciate you taking the time, Serena. Thank you for having anything, me. Anything else you want to? add to well just to you can contact us if you want to become a part of the state association and you're not oh. there's so many benefits to that but we can help you get that set up and we have a dealer conference coming up mm -hmm. the one class you were talking about mm -hmm. <laughs> excuse me with the department of revenue is happening right at the convention this year mm -hmm. very important time that all the dealers come together and we have a great time and we share resources and learn how to maximize business mm -hmm. um, vendors are there if you're thinking about getting into service contracts and broadening your um your financial lending resources there's lenders there ready to you know talk to you and get you started we also have some great things on the horizon acv auctions are are increasing their presence in the state of Alabama. We much, much needed that. Mm -hmm. They're going to be there this year. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be a big thing. And those dates are July the 14th um, through the 17th mm -hmm. this year at Perdido Key. And uh, it's just always a great time. And we didn't get to do it last year because of COVID. So we are chomping at the bit to right. get together again this year. Absolutely beautiful place, and 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 if anybody wants to hear more, um, you can hear Randy Jones talk about that too on episode sixty one, and Randy was with us in episode eighteen and nineteen uh, last year, talking more about a lot of the rules that affect everybody in not only in the state of Alabama but uh, all yes. over the country. Uh, very knowledgeable guy and just a wonderful. Yes, he's the genius. <laughs> I, I mean, I I do not. I mean, I can do do your titles and. Mm -hmm. you know all that good stuff but when it comes to compliance and mm -hmm. you know different things like that he is your man not he to is. mention i think he's got 36 hours in every day that he has on his on his watch he i honestly have no idea how the man does what he does he does he also gets up at like 4 a.m and he rides a bicycle for miles and miles and that's i just don't fair. know where how he does everything he does it's he's amazing. an amazing dude and every yeah, time i talk is. to randy yeah. he, he thanks me for doing stuff like and and i which i i do a little part-time work for the association and and you would think that i was a a, a saint or something the way he talks to me which is pretty yeah funny. yeah he needs all the help and support he can get because he does like you said there are 36 hours in his 24-hour days I, I swear <laughs> Well, I, I, Serena, I, and speaking about time, I want to respect yours and, and let you go. I would love to have you back again 
and talk about your career in okay. the car business because I think you've got a unique perspective in that you know when I go to the auction I you know you look around and it's about 95 percent men and and yeah. you you are a woman in the car business and you did really really well I, I would love to hear more and I know a lot of our listeners would like to hear that too I'd, I'd, okay. uh, I want to invite you back and I'll, I'll get back in touch with you and I'd love to have you come back okay. to those stories. Um, All right. I've got some you, great stories, so it'll be I, fun. I, I bet <laughs> you do. I bet you do. Thank you so much for your time. And You're very welcome and thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for listening. And I want you to consider becoming a Flipping Team member. And when you do, we will share with you a startup kit that is valued at $250 or more. And each month, you'll get our Flipping Team Member Success Pack, which is also designed to help you make more money. Each and every month, you'll get more bonus material and other information because you're a Flipping Team Member. Go to FlippingGenius.com and click on the Flipping Team Member button to learn more. Well, that's our interview with... uh... Serena Martin, I'm so appreciative of Serena taking the time to come on Flipping Genius. And as you can tell, Serena knows her stuff, and we are looking forward to working with her uh, and uh, and opening some new doors, I think, uh, that we talked about there. Um, if you want to learn more about what Serena does, about more about Signature One titles, uh, you can find them on on our resources page at flippinggenius.com. That's F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com, just one G. And uh, we'll we'll put links there so you can learn more. And of course, there's links to the National Association of Independent Auto Dealers uh, that uh, Serena talked about. Uh, she's actually on the board here in Alabama. And uh, you, you'll, uh, you'll learn a lot of great stuff there too. Um, I encourage you to to uh, give us a five star review, please, if you're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a thumbs up if you're on YouTube, and please subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Uh, we've got uh, 71 in the can now, as of today, uh, the 25th of uh, May 2021, and we just keep rolling these babies out every Wednesday. Uh, subscribe to us so you 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 see what we've got. Um, want you to join our flippers forum, a car flipping forum. Keep talking about it. Go to Facebook groups, uh, search Flipping Genius, and you'll find all of our groups. The first one you see, usually the one that's in blue, not red, is the car flipping forum, and that's where, as I've talked about, uh, we get together and we share ideas, we share troubles, we share answers, and We'll, we'll share uh, some of the stuff we talked about today on there. And if you've got questions about any of this stuff, uh, send me your questions at flippingquestions at gmail.com or ask them, better yet, ask them on the flipping forum so I can answer them for you and for everybody else. Or better yet, somebody else can answer too because there's a lot of folks out there that are really smart. I'm hoping maybe I can uh, convince Serena to come on and, and uh, become a member and help us there too. But uh, without further ado, thanks so much for listening. Uh, Anything that you do to support the Flipping Genius is greatly appreciated. I'd love for you to become a member. I'd love for you to become a partner. Check out our our Flipping 
Genius member program. Uh, you get some great benefits when you become a member and check out our, our new coaching program. I, I know that we can help you make money and I'm excited to, to work with folks. Um, if you want more information about that, just email me or contact me and we can talk more about it and how we can work with you and, and what fits your, your programs. Hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.